Hi everyone. Uh, welcome to ELI, the place where you get your daily dose of inspiration for entrepreneurship. And today we have with us Miss Zahara Kanchwala, the co-founder of Right Knowledge Labs, uh, which is a content design and development services provider to enterprises. Uh, hi Zahara, welcome to ELI. Hi Priya, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure. I would uh, request you to introduce yourself to our audience, please. Sure. Uh, hi everyone. I'm Zara, co-founder of Right Knowledge Labs. We are a content-first digital agency. We started about six years ago. So we create content. We do the UI, UX design and development. It's an end-to-end solution to digital assets like corporate websites and social media outreach programs today with a thought leadership approach. Uh, yeah, that's that's it. Uh- Tell us more about Right Knowledge Labs. Uh, what what are the different services we provide? What is the scale of operation? Which industry we cater to primarily and all? Right. So I think um, we started about six years ago. Let me start with, you know, running you through the problem which we really started to solve and what sure. it, ha- it has evolved into, uh, you know, us offering today. Uh, I think the problem is really the way businesses approach content creation for their digital assets. Uh, I mean, we all know content is king. Great content is an important asset. Uh, in fact, today, soft assets are equal, if not more important than hard assets, right? And a brand or a leader's reputation premium really rubs off on the company's valuation in this engagement age, unlike the broadcast era of the past. And uh, I have worked in the corporate pay, uh, space. I was with Tech Mahindra earlier and have seen that corporate, multinationals, even small businesses, they struggle with the content and the storytelling part of it. Even if they have an in-house content team, the whole dedicated approach to content doesn't really come through. They lack that specialized expertise, which is very much required. Uh, when they are creating a, con- I mean, a digital asset, They'll hire a creative design agency, a tech development company, but for content, it will mostly be a freelance writer, Mm. right? And we very strongly felt that that approach was not working because content is really that key pillar where you decide your positioning, your messaging. It plays a key role in the outcome and perception you create for yourself and your brand. Right. That is how I started thinking that companies need a content first digital approach. Hmm. Right. Strategizing on your positioning is the first thing that you should do. And then let that drive your design. Let that translate into your development. Uh, with that thought in mind, we really started off. Uh, today, um, in terms of sectors, we worked across sectors, the BFSI sector, tech sector, retail sector, agri sector, we have customers across sectors. We are able to build that expertise, uh, you know, in the customer sector, because we do a very detailed exercise with every customer that we engage with, trying to understand their business challenges, opportunities, the perception challenges that they are facing and they want to address. Right. We are able to look at their problems, which are essentially business problems, but solve them with content. And uh, we honestly believe that every business problem can be solved with the right content. So um, if there's a particular perception challenge that a business has been facing by having the right messaging out there based on true facts and honest communication, uh, you know, we are able to solve it. 
So I think in this six-year journey, we have been able to build a marquee set of customers, uh, you know, from global multinational brands, uh, you know, who have been able to trust us for their content needs. We've been able to grow the team size to, you know, we are about 18 to 20 of us today. And uh, yes, to see large brands trust, uh, uh, you know, uh, an agency like us, which is young, uh, with their content needs has, has, been a, has been a high and it has encouraged us to, you know, take this journey forward. Okay. Uh, from the concept point of view, it all looks good. Uh, but again, uh, to execute uh, these ideas, uh, you need uh, people who who can uh, do things for enterprises, what you, what you promise. So tell us about the people, how it all started. How did you, you know, take one uh, baby step each time to... Uh, uh, come this far right so i think when we started a content focused agency was kind of unheard of uh, an agency which in fact specializes in content to have a differentiated approach it stands out even today all right uh, while the market is really crowded with digital agencies uh, you know, the difference really has been that we have been able to build very deep engagements uh, with customers. And in fact, in these COVID times, we have seen that communication and content has really seen a huge spotlight, right? Brands which were not really out there, uh, they are, you know, coming out there and, you know, they want to be present on social media. They want to strengthen their narratives. So, um, of course, when we started, like I said, uh, you know, it was something which was unheard of. Uh, talent has been a key, uh, you know, challenge for us uh, as we service large enterprises. Uh, you know, we require the right people. And I do believe that, uh, you know, you can't build a solid business with mediocre people, right? So I think uh, talent and hiring has been a key challenge. But uh, in a way, the pandemic has proved to be a blessing. We've been able to hire people from across the country, across the world, so, you know, today we have team members sitting in Kolkata, we have a team members sitting in Singapore, and we have been able to build that uh, team. Uh, but back when we started, of course, uh, you know, it was with that belief that, yes, this is something which is needed. Uh, and, uh, you know, this is something which customers need. And, uh, you know, there is a gap that we saw, which we started to address. And um, uh, while we started from a very small space, uh, you know, with a, with a few handful of us in a small, uh, you know, setup. Uh, I think the encouragement or the excitement that we saw in customers when we presented our ideas or our proposition was really, really encouraging. We saw that, you know, there was value for this um, and, uh, you know, there was a huge opportunity for that. So I think that really encouraged us and kept us going. And I think till date, I can say that, uh, you know, the need or the opportunity for great content out there is enormous. Uh, you know, it is something which every brand, every individual requires. Uh, and the challenge still remains, uh, you know, talent, because uh, I think that is, that is, I think, uh, as many people as we speak to and we hear uh, even from other entrepreneurs, fellow entrepreneurs, talent is really, uh, you know, the key thing that we need to crack. That is so true. Uh, speaking of challenges, can you tell us uh, what other challenges uh, do you face uh, on a day-to-day -day basis? So I think currently, uh, you know, uh, with everybody working from home, our entire team has been working in a fully remote model. Uh, 
and uh, one of the challenges is really you know to be able to ensure that uh, we are all able to collaborate and bring together those ideas and uh, you know work in a uh, you know collaborative fashion so i think operationally uh, ensuring that the speed of execution is maintained uh, ensuring that the quality is maintained is something that uh, you know uh, is a challenge that we are looking to address on a daily basis and uh, i think otherwise um, in terms of opportunity like i said the opportunity is there out there but the key challenge is really in terms of you know uh, hiring the right people and uh, you know building a solid team which can take our uh, vision forward i think that would that is something i would say is the key challenge also speaking of uh, hiring people uh, can you tell us a, a typical process that you follow to ensure that this is the right person for my organization and uh, we should take uh, him or her uh, in uh, for our uh, uh, next few days right no i think that is a very very critical thing for us uh, for us in our content and in our uh, design team we first uh, you know look at uh, having that right the, the, the right skill sets when it comes to creating content right so if it's a content writer uh, you know having impeccable english is something which is absolutely non negotiable having a business understanding because we work in the b2b space we write for you know large players in the technology space and the bfsi space so having a business understanding is very very critical uh, uh apart from the real skill sets which are required on the job i really look for an eye for detail uh because i think uh, at the end of the day uh, customers trust us because they trust us with the entirety of the work right in fact there are customers who've given us that feedback that you know this is one team that works with us like they are part of our team right and when you have to service large customers in a way that you are a part of their team uh, you have to be really really particular about the smaller finer aspects so i look for individuals who come with that passion who have that eye for detail and who have uh, you know a sense of executional rigor i think that is very very critical because if we have made this journey in these 6 years i i believe it's because of the speed of execution with which we are able to deliver our solutions so gone are the days where you know you you take 6 months and 8 months to create a digital asset right now it's all real time it has to be turned around in weeks uh and if you've adopted a strategy you need to be able to pivot in real time right so to be able to deliver on that you need a team which really uh you know is very execution oriented so apart from the core skills if i'm looking at a writer in terms of content uh, or if i'm looking at a designer in terms of visualization uh the other aspects i think are very very critical when it comes to hiring and uh, that is really uh, you know eye for detail Uh, a a real passion it's not like they are looking at it as you know a 9 to 5 job it's something that they are truly passionate about and uh, you know uh, executional rigor so i think that is that is really key zahra can you throw some light on what is the current scale of operation like uh, how many clients we are servicing or what is the scale of content we deliver on a day to day basis so i think uh, currently there are uh, you know requirements there we deliver content in real time on a daily basis to customers uh, there are uh, monthly requirements as well so the way we work with customers is uh, you know either it's a project based model where we create the entire digital asset end to end we start with the project creation uh, and we deliver the entire you know for example a corporate website 
or it's very real time where on a daily basis we are creating content right so it's a team of 18 to 20 of us uh, delivering content which is uh, you know either a very real time daily for social media or it's large corporate assets which are like you know um, hundreds of pages of you know deeply researched content going into a corporate website and being delivered so i would say the scale is um, uh, from the smallest to the largest uh, you know it really spans that so it requires you to be on your toes for the real time daily stuff at the same time it requires a solid strategy to be able to create something which is a large content asset uh, you know online now that uh, you have reached so far uh, what is the agenda for the future how do you envision the future uh, when i ask this question i would also like you to uh, include uh, these elements in your answer uh, the things like uh, ai based content writer and uh, uh, so uh, the way i see it in fact the industry has been changing a lot uh, in recent times uh, there ha- there has been some ai uh scripting tools which which will uh, write content just like humans do although not as as good quality yet but uh soon it will be so what what are your thoughts and uh, vision for for the venture right so i think uh, our vision is really uh, one in terms of scale is we don't want to scale for the sake of scale uh and there are reasons for that because i think we have experienced that when you want to scale up and you want to grow uh you know with only that goal in mind somewhere the quality and uh you know um what you really what you really set out to do initially that gets compromised so we've seen uh you know different agencies take on work and then you know putting uh, you know junior team members on the account and then it kind of falls through so for us i think that senior team member uh, you know involvement has been key so we are not looking at scale or growth for the sake of growth we want to grow in a measured in a slow and a steady manner where we ensure that the core uh, you know uh, core value for which customers come to us the real insights and the real depth is not lost so i think that is one in terms of the vision for growing forward i would want to scale it up slowly in a, a you know a steady and a measured manner i think that is that uh, when it comes to ai uh, creating content uh, i think uh, there are uh, you know uh, ai uh, you know uh, bots out there which are creating content but i i find that uh, the real ideation or uh, you know the depth of ideas or the insights in that content is something which is missing so if you have to rehash some content uh, ai is great uh, ai is a great assisting tool for us in terms of you know uh, refining our content or bettering something uh, it's great uh right uh, we use uh, you know we can use tools like that but when it comes to the real ideas and the insights i don't see the human element uh, you know uh, becoming redundant going forward in fact the things which are uh, repetitive or which are monotonous ai will be something which will be like a friend or you know a coworker for you which will work with you to you know refine your process better your process better your content but when it comes to the core uh, you know essential uh, idea the crux of the entire uh, content that is still something which will require human intervention and uh, that's really the skill or the you know uh, or the beauty or the craft of storytelling which will still reside uh, you know with us humans and we will only be able to you know we can use ai to better ourselves but the focus uh, will really be on the uh, you know the core idea which is very human oriented 
uh one thing that i am very curious to understand uh, is how does uh, design de- development and content integrate together now when i ask this question i i understand most of the companies deal these three dip- departments very differently in fact uh, in most of the companies design uh, and content and development do not interact with each other also and they can operate in silos so how do you think uh, they come together and play a value right no i think when they work in silos it doesn't really work at the end of the day it it has to be integrated and that is where our content first approach really uh, you know is is what we feel makes a difference so when you start by doing the right thinking strategy as far as your content is concerned then that is pulled across or that flows into your design process and you visualize things based on that content or that thought which you know you are trying to achieve in terms of the outcome that you want and then that flows into development i think that is very critical so uh, within our team you know the content team and the design team while it starts with uh, you know everyone uh, putting together uh, the content strategy uh, it then flows you know from the design team or from the content team working very closely with the design team and then it finally moves into the development which uh, you know actually sees the light of the day but these three teams working closely uh, in an integrated manner is very critical uh, because you know there are incremental uh, you know innovations or incremental improvements that you keep doing through the process right so it's not like content role has ended when the content has been created right they continue to be involved and add value because they see their content flow into design and uh, you know that is how the entire process really works so i think uh, working in an integrated manner is something which is absolutely critical now we will uh, speak a little about uh, uh, your personal side of being an entrepreneur uh, can you tell us how do you manage your time as an entrepreneur especially when uh, you are required to uh, uh, spend uh, almost all of your time into your venture uh, uh, you have to stay energetic you have to stay consistent uh, but there would be situations where you feel burned out uh, tired or restless how do you manage the situations and more importantly how you manage time right so i think planning is very very critical in terms of you know uh, listing down the smallest of things that you have to do in the day and uh, you know and then prioritizing and you know like they say eat that frog first right so killing the most important thing uh, the first thing in the day or the first thing in the morning is i think very critical so planning your time and uh, you know as an entrepreneur with a you know small uh, team or a team where uh, you know you need to often jump in and do the smallest or the biggest or the most critical of things right so um uh, making a note of the smallest of things and the most critical of things and then prioritizing it uh, in your day i think is what really helps me uh, you know in planning my time because uh, you know there are a number of fires burning at times and you know you really need to be on your toes uh, you know in fire fighting mode to be able to douse each of them you know one after the other um in terms of energy i think if you're passionate about what you do and at the end of the day if you see that you know you're creating value for customers and there is an excitement at the customers end also with what you're delivering it just automatically gives you that energy to you know uh, keep on going 
right and uh, i honestly believe don't fall for things like you know work smart and not hard uh, because i think there are no shortcuts uh, so you have to keep working hard you need to keep a simple focused uh, you know clear vision uh, and uh, you know keep hustling at the end uh, you will get lucky okay uh what would you say is the meaning of entrepreneurship to you how would you define the term entrepreneur so i would say entrepreneurship is when you create and build with your mind and not just your time right uh, when you're doing a typical 9 to 5 job you're just there uh, you know people typically work with that mindset of just there and doing what they are required to do and that's all right but here uh, you know your entire mind all your energies are you know dedicated to creating or building what you set out to do in terms of your vision so i really believe it's about you building with your mind and not just your time and i think that is really uh, the key difference between you know entrepreneurship and you know what we say intra intrapreneurship today with uh, you know employees within an organization right so i think that is the key difference and that is what it really means to me uh in today's time there are two primary kind of uh, business model revolving around uh, the industry we operate uh it can be either product driven company or a service driven company uh when it is product driven uh, you get the scalability factor once you build a good product it uh, scales up really fast but when you are into service driven business uh there are so many clients and uh, you have to uh, you have to spare your time for each client so it's uh, again uh, coming down to how much time you can afford to each client uh, and it's not a scalable yeah. model so what what are your thoughts on that so uh, that's definitely true i think that's the reality of being in a services business if you're offering something which is niche or uh, you're offering something which is very uh, you know human talent or skill dependent uh, that is a challenge uh, but i think uh, the alpha that you can get in a product business uh you can get that uh, you know alpha if you have been uh, you know at it uh, for a long period of time right so i think to work its magic compounding needs continued velocity for a long period of time right success is often just good work but done for an uncommonly long period of time so i think uh, for services companies uh, to be able to focus on their niche not dilute that niche for a long period of time i think is key to be able to get uh, you know an alpha like typically a product company to okay that's a very interesting answer uh now uh, coming back to my series of questions can you tell us uh, what are some of the failures that you have gone through as an entrepreneur i think one of the failures uh, and uh, fortunately or unfortunately which have which we have you know repeated and learned from is uh, really uh, you know not spending that much time on uh, hiring i think uh, you know uh, we realized over a period of time that the hire and fire policy you know doesn't really work it just uh, you know uh, pushes you back in terms of your projected uh, you know growth timeline uh, significantly so i think uh, i think that has been a key challenge i wouldn't call it a failure because i think over a period of time we've learned that uh, you know we we'd rather spend that time uh, you know in getting the right talent in because you know like i said in a services business that is the most critical uh, asset for us 
right so i think in terms of um, like i said i wouldn't call it a failure but a challenge that is a key thing to be able to spend significant time so we have adjusted our strategies to see that you know we work with the talent uh, you know um, in a significant way before we actually take them on board full time right so uh, either it's you know assignments uh, you know or some other way where we spend significant time before we actually bring that talent on board and then then we are more sure of you know the hiring decision uh one key challenge in service business especially uh, those businesses where uh, you get recurring revenue from the client uh, is retaining the client for a long period of time how do you how do you retain clients so i don't think there is any magic formula to retaining clients but um if i have to look back at the last 6 years i don't think there has been any client that has really left us uh, in fact every client engagement has only grown and uh, in fact uh, you know there have been times where we have uh, you know in a way decided that okay now this is not making sense and we need to kind of disengage but uh, in terms of clients leaving us that has not really happened because uh, we maintain uh, you know that depth of engagement uh, like i said we don't leave it to you know um, maybe a junior team member servicing the client the client sees that value you know month on month uh, day on day and that really keeps them growing in fact we are able to you know grow businesses um i can uh, you know i have accounts which started in a very very small way the customer decided to trust us with something small to begin with but it has grown significantly uh, you know with a 3 years 4 years uh, you know 5 year period uh, so i think uh, retaining client really is not a challenge or will not be a challenge if you ensure that uh, you know the quality of work that you deliver is uh, you know uh, getting better and you create delight with every smallest thing that you deliver to a customer then client retention is never really a challenge okay let me give you a situation where uh, you are operating at a full throttle level and uh, all of your resources are fully loaded and there a new client comes in how would you um, react to such a situation would you take him on board or uh, would you let the client go because you don't have the bandwidth so um in terms of bandwidth i think uh, even if the team is completely chocko block uh, there is always a pipeline of uh, you know that we try and maintain so if there is a new client which is coming on board uh, you know we will take some time to plan and uh, you know bring on people from that pipeline and uh, train them uh, maybe buy some time from that customer because it will take some time to you know for us to be able to even understand the customer's exact requirements do the discovery workshop with the client and in the meantime the pipeline of talent uh, you know is uh, is going to fill up uh, you know uh, that bandwidth which is currently not there so i think that is how it really works okay uh how do you compare entrepreneurship with a 9 to 5 job when i talk about entrepreneurship i'm talking about especially the service business kind of entrepreneurship how do you compare it with a 9 to 5 job so i think it cannot be compared to a 9 to 5 job at all uh even if we try and maintain that balance in terms of uh, you know um when you're typically in a 9 to 5 job uh you you know shut yourself uh, uh at the end of the day by 5 and you know you it is closed right you don't really think about it but here as an entrepreneur there are burning issues uh, you know which keep you awake at night it kind of stretches through your day it's a it's a 24/7 thing in the mind 
even if uh, you know um, physically you may not be uh, you know at it uh, beyond nine to five uh, you know we we look at uh, ensuring that the team has today a sense of a work life balance uh, you know when we work right so we uh, have our weekends off uh, we don't encourage late evening calls with customers we ensure that the team has that you know freedom and that uh, space because uh, you know only then you can really do creative work right so that is there uh, but as an entrepreneur there are still things which you're constantly thinking of you're constantly thinking of your next step and that really has no time limit it does, it can't happen in a 9 to 5 kind of a mind frame so uh, it's it's a 24/7 thing if you're truly passionate about it so i don't think there is any comparison there okay my final question now tell us the different lessons that you have learned as an entrepreneur which we can take away and apply to our venture as well as our lives right so i think um the first lesson would be to be courageous uh right uh, you need to uh, have that belief uh, and be courageous about the fact that you want to start something and you know go for it right uh, once you set on that path however don't be afraid to course correct uh, because you know it's a very dynamic environment out there uh, things are changing very rapidly uh, i think especially in the post covid world or in the covid world we've seen that you know nothing is certain so you have to be uh, you know uh, you can't be afraid to course correct you have to in fact uh, you know uh, pivot in real time uh, there will be times when you feel totally lost and out of control but be prepared for that reality before you are prepared for that dream that you want to achieve so i think uh, not giving up too quickly is uh, another thing i think that that's a key lesson okay on this note i have uh, i would say we have come to our uh... Uh, end of the discussion uh, it was a great pleasure to host you thanks for your time azara and our best wishes absolutely for... priya my pleasure as well